And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend. Not being afraid. Not being afraid. Even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas, because our help comes from the Lord. Remember that? Not being afraid part. That's pretty important. Uh, First of all, (laughs) you like this one. PETA uh, could stand for people eating tasty animals. Yeah, I think that that could work. Let's get it straight. Jesus declares the truth about people and animals, and PETA will not like where they end up in the discussion. Sorry. Jesus died for people. He didn't die for Dolly the sheep or for Lamb Chop the puppet. Uh, he, He did die for you and me, and that's actually even more impressive considering that many animals are very loving and very kind, and many people are very not. So that is really impressive, the level of love the Lord has. Next, there's various things that uh, Samuel summarizes for the people of Israel to follow after they received Saul as the king. First, they had sinned by asking to be led by a human instead of God. This tells us that God may answer prayers even if poorly considered these prayers. Even if we didn't think them through, he could answer one of those prayers just to teach us a lesson. I've had that happen to me, but even in that case, God gives us instructions for recovery. We examine what that is. And finally, spiritual tactical strategies are good to know for spiritual warfare, right? That makes sense. We uh, First, we analyze a common spiritual tactic that the devil throws in our direction that we may not be always watching for that we should be. Then we address uh, a spiritual tactical response. Applying this approach will help us prevail against the kingdom of darkness. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, politics, poly meaning many ticks, blood-sucking insect. I think you know where we're going with that one. Entertainment and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us at 972-445-0770. And when you call us at 972-445-0770, you will talk to Captain Chris. And you will know you are sailing in the right direction.
I just there's such a passionate way to do that. I love it. Uh, bottom line to this process is maybe you have a thought or a question, maybe you have a comment, maybe you have something you're just kind of rattling around, thinking, man, I gotta just ask somebody this, or I gotta talk about this. Maybe you have a praise report, maybe you have a prayer request, maybe you have an answer. To Bible trivia. Well, what kind of Bible trivia, Dave? This kind. True or false, the Roman soldiers reported to Pilate that they were frozen by an angel. They were petrified by an angel. True or false? That's why Jesus went missing. Is that true or false? Is uh, that what they said? We were frozen by an angel. Got to be able to answer that one. You better be able to answer that one, or we're all going to be in trouble. Uh, you can call us at 972-445-0770. You can text us at 214-210-8483, or you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. In the meantime, we encourage you to check out the website because there is some pretty cool free photos there from where we used to live. And I think you guys will be like going, oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Go to hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. Okay. So now I'm going to ask the question again because I think I asked it kind of poorly. Is it possible that I asked it wrong? I bet anything's possible like that. True or false, the Roman soldiers reported to Pilate that an angel had petrified them or frozen them, and that's why they couldn't uh, defend the garden tomb thing either. Okay? All right. There you go. Uh, keep in mind on this show, any topic is open for conversation. And the reason is is because it's not professional radio. It's just radio. And sometimes maybe not so much radio. <laughs> Just kind of survival. Uh, it's a cross between Steve Martin, Sean Hannity, and Focus on the Family. It's the David Spoon Experience. So buckle up, little campers. Here we go. We're getting ready to go into our first teaching. I do want to remind you that our announcement that we were going to make has been stalled. We don't do that often. In fact, this is the first time we've done that. Uh, but it's been stalled till Monday on purpose for good reason. I'll explain it all back then or later then. Back then or future then. Back then. No. See, this is why I don't get the back to the future line. Back to the... F okay. Uh, in the meantime, if you think you know the trivia, were the soldiers frozen by an angel? It's pre pretty straightforward there. I can't believe that I have to repeat that. Uh, in the meantime, I want to talk to you about Matthew chapter 12, verse 12. It says this, Of how much more value is a man than a sheep? So it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Jesus was communicating that there is an intent or a purpose behind the law. And the law's intent is not just to say, I don't want you to have any fun. And that's not the mindset of the law. That's not what God created. That's not how it works. But what gets missed in this process is Jesus saying this one line of how much more value is a man than a sheep. Well, depending on what organization you belong to, you might think that man has no more value than a sheep. But Jesus says, you're nutsy cuckoo. That's not correct. Mankind is not a parasite on the earth, as many mother earthers claim. Mankind is the reason for the earth, not a parasite on the earth. 
God created the planet and created mankind and gifted mankind dominion over that planet. We talked about that the other day. And I want to make sure that you make a distinction as to who it is that Jesus loves. Jesus died for you and for me and for all the people. He didn't die for plants. He didn't die for trees. He didn't die for fish. He didn't die for cows. Having said that, I know some people that I think I am more amazed that Jesus died for them because you just can't believe how bad they are. And then you think, gosh, you know, I can understand dying for good people or for even halfway decent people or even for remotely decent people. But what about some of those other people? And the scripture addresses that. It mentions that while we were still sinners, while we were in opposition to God, while we were in warfare with God, when we were at no peace, no peace means there's warfare. When we were in that opposition position, God sent his son Jesus Christ to die for our sins to bridge the gap as a great illustration to give to Pastor Kurt from Stillwater Community Church. Think about God and humanity on two sides of a bridge. And the bridge has to be a cross that fits right in between uh, so that you can walk from both sides and meet in the middle in that perfect spot. Okay? That's the willingness and the love that God has. And I confess to you, being a dog owner, uh, I know Aunt Deb's uh, probably listening. She's a big-time cat owner. She loves cats. Okay. Uh, some people love birds. Although I must say that last night when the dogs were going really nutty, I did say to Noel, maybe we should get a fish. <laughs> I just thought that was rather funny at the moment. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is in all of that, in all of that uh, process that we have uh, all these different animals or pets or people, and we love them and they're great. The love of God is so great that he died for those who are in opposition to him. Now think about that. Think about the person in your life that's a real, uh, I won't use the full term, but let's just say a real pain. Okay. And just think about how uh, inconvenient it is from time to time. Right. I mean, that's fair. Right. All right. Jesus died for that person, too. (laughs) Right? But that's the depth of love of God. Keep in mind that you were in opposition at one point, and he died for you. You don't know what God can or will do with a person. You don't know how much they'll change, especially if you look at somebody like Saul who became Paul. In the beginning, he was murdering people in the church. At the end, he was getting beaten viciously while he was doing his best just to encourage the church. God makes changes, doesn't he? Yes, he does. And you're more valuable than a sheep. Okay? All right. Answer the question. Roman soldiers reported to Pilate that an angel had uh, petrified them, frozen, whatever. False. False. I really shouldn't have to tell you guys that. You probably know that anyway. All right, folks, we're going to take a short break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
Are you sitting there at home on your computer? Or maybe driving along in your car just listening to the radio? Is that app for this station working for you? Don't you wish you could reach people for your business? Introducing the Commercial Whammy. All you need to do is call KAAM at 972-445-1700 and ask for David Spoon. Or send him an email at davidspoonmedia at gmail.com. And bam! You've got your own Commercial Whammy. On the phone with us today, our privilege to have Kirk Cameron, who is uh, coordinating the uh, conference for Love Worth Fighting For, a marriage event. Kirk, are you with us? I'm here. I'm glad. I'm here. How are you? Thanks I'm, for having me on your show. It's my privilege to have you on the show. I'm glad you're joining us. I got to tell you, uh, here's something that uh, nobody knows in all the world except for my wife. When you did the movie Fireproof in uh, the 2008 period, it is the only movie in my entire life, and I'm in that post-50 category, it's the only movie in my entire life that I gave to other friends as long as I've been alive because I thought it would be beneficial for their marriage. It was truly an inspirational movie that, uh, in my marriage, it's a great marriage. It just encouraged me to make it that much greater. Oh man, that, that that's great to hear. That, that encourages me a lot, and uh, I've heard other people have, have said that as well. And um, you know, my hat goes off to the guys who wrote the script and the church that made the movie. And I was uh, I was really honored to be a part of it. Yeah, you did a great job, man. I really got to tell you, man. I know I know. There's uh, you got uh, things that you grow up with, and you did things with it, but that kind of stuff. Uh, where you have an opportunity and you're able to play a character that really conveys, hey, at times in marriage, there's a struggle, but there's this uh, promise from the Lord, there's this capacity from the Lord to have a marriage that gets better and better as long as you're in it and not sitting on the outside watching it. Right right on, man. I, I often say that marriage never fails. Marriages do not fail. People fail. Um, God made the universe— uh, he made it perfect, and uh, we introduced some sin, selfishness, death, destruction into it, and we do the same with marriage. It's perfect, and then we allow bitterness, unforgiveness uh, to creep in and stay there. So what, 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 what the Love With Fighting For event is all about, what Fireproof is all about, and, and by the way, Love With Fighting For, uh, our marriage event, grew out of the Fireproof movie. It basically takes the movie and turns it into a live event, and we bring it to your church, and we talk about those kind of things, is how to resurrect a marriage that has been um, damaged by selfishness and by bitterness. And where do you find joy and hope and healing? Uh, God gives us the capacity for those things, and we talk about where you find it. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. But don't forget, KAAMEN is also what we say. There you go. Uh, here is our next trivia question. should be a little easier for those who are like, what was that last question all about? It was in the book. I didn't, you know, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Okay. Fill in the missing word from the angel's message to the woman, to the women. Why do you look for the living among, I got to fill that in. See, I'm not going to give you the rest of it. Why do you look for the living among, okay, there you go. <laughs> That's 
We'll stop right there. Uh, if you think you know the answer, you can call us at 972-445-0770, or you can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. So good to have Chris back. Captain Chris, you doing pretty good, buddy? You hanging in there with life? Oh, yeah. Okay. I uh, appreciate all the work that you're doing, and uh, we appreciate your uh, commitment. It's hard. I'm telling you, folks, can you imagine sitting with this with me for an hour and a half? Every, I mean, it's just like, it's tough, right? Oh, okay. it's fun. Uh, that's nice. I'll give you a fiver later. Anyway, uh, we're getting ready to do our next teaching. But before we do, I have a very unique, humorous take on something. But nope, somebody's calling in. So we're going to see that person is sparing all of you. <laughs> That person is sparing all of you from this joke that's still going to happen. Uh, are we ready for <laughs> This is David. Who am I talking to? Well, hi, David. It's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Great to hear from you. Is Susie feeling Happy any better? Happy <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad it's Friday. I can't even begin to tell you. Uh, how's uh, Susie any better? She kind of the same? Da-da-da-da. Well, I hadn't talked to her. I don't know, but I, I think she's okay. Usually, no news is good news. <laughs> gotcha. I have I have a relative like that, so I fully understand that. Just so you can know, not hearing is sometimes the best thing because it's like, oh, good, nothing's wrong. Uh, that's how I look at it. All right, this is a classic. I don't think it's very difficult. I'm pretty confident you'll get this right off the bat. Uh, and by the way, I am really happy it's Friday. I got to I got to be honest. I got to finish my paper today. It's only seven pages, with like 21 citations. But for me, that's a breeze. So I'm pretty, oh, happy. I'm pretty <laughs> happy about that. All right. Fill in the missing word from the angel's message to the women. Why do you look for the living among the dead? That is correct. Amanda. That is right, and that is something people often do is they look for the living among the dead, ironically. And that's uh, that's really an important element to understand, that you look for the living among the living, and that living is the Lord. And that's why you look to the Lord for that. Yes, sir. Excellent. All right. Good job. Thank you for being a part of our show for the last you know couple of years. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for your show. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, and you'll get your five in the mail, too. All right. Y'all have a great weekend. All right. Thanks. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I have a kind of a unique joke. It's different. (laughs) Chris just gave me the eye. I don't know what that meant, but okay. It's uh, just follow along. Follow along. It's going to take a little bit to get there. I want to talk to you about Morbus Sabbaticus. Morbus Sabbaticus or Sunday Sickness. It is a disease that is peculiar to church members. The attack comes on suddenly on Sundays. There is no symptoms that are felt on Saturday night. The patient sleeps well and awakes feeling well, eats a hearty breakfast, but about church time, the attack comes and continues until roughly about the time that services are over. The patient feels easy and eats a hearty dinner. Here's some of the peculiar features that it, that it has. It only attacks members of a church. It never makes an appearance except on Sundays. <laughs> the symptoms vary, but never interfere with appetite or sleep. 
it never lasts more than 24 hours. It generally attacks the head of the family and continues to spread until every member is affected. No physician is ever called. It always proves fatal in the end to the soul. No remedy is known for it except repentance and prayer. It's called Morbus Sabbaticus. That's pretty good, right? That's not bad, right? I like that's, it. It was good. Yeah, that's good. It's kind of like, ooh, very, uh, very. Uh, uh, what's word are we word for that? Uh, is 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 is? Uh, well, we won't use that word. <laughs> we won't use that word. I don't want to get beeped. <laughs> yeah, that good. That's good, right there. Okay, uh, this part I love. I love. We just talked in the last. Two set was it one two two segments ago about considerations and so on. Here is First Samuel chapter twelve, uh, verse twenty four. Above all, he says, "Fear the Lord and worship Him faithfully with all your heart. Consider the great things He has done for you." So Samuel gives us uh, four uh, things or three things in like a. A perspective in the fourth that we are supposed to operate in, and it's pretty good whenever you have the Old Testament dropping a above all. That's not a common phrase in the Old Testament for us, and so you go like, oh, above all, really? You know, it's like kind of like the conclusion to Ecclesiastes. Let's hear the, the the summation of the matter. Let's hear the whole of the matter. And so he says, above all, fear the Lord. Now, fear of the Lord, and we've talked about this before, and I appreciate that Eric was the one that asked me uh, moons ago, so we've, we've talked about it a couple times. The fear of the Lord, there is a tremble aspect to the Lord, and certainly when the Lord comes for judgment, people are going to be trembling. But when the Bible in the Old Testament talks about fearing the Lord, it's talking about reverence and awe and respect. And so there is a reverence before the Lord— it doesn't mean you can't talk to him like a father. It's just a, a reverence, an acknowledgement. There is an awe, and there should always be an awe, because the truth is if God came down and talked to you, he'd have to keep all of your body together so you wouldn't explode. Okay, that's a, that's pretty awe-inspiring if you think about that. And then there's a respect, and the Lord is worthy of respect, and we disrespect him when we operate in fear. We disrespect him when we don't believe he has our best interests in mind, and we disrespect him when we don't trust him. And it's like, you can't do that. We've got to do this right. And then it says this, and, and I find this, I always find these, uh, extensions in Scripture, very important. Above all, fear the Lord and worship him faithfully with all your heart. And why I think that's important is because I think some people worship the Lord uh, with part of their heart. And I don't, I don't mean that you have to be perfect in worship. I just think some worship, unfortunately, may be a little more fake than real or more showy than real. I'm not even talking about people that lift their hands or anything. I'm personally lift their hand. I lift my hands. I, like we've mentioned before, I go in the back sometimes when I do it. Although in our particular church, it's kind of a mix, so it doesn't seem to really matter. But there are some people that just mouth the words. And if you're ever wondering if they're actually singing, if you go into a mirror and say peas and carrots and peas and carrots and peas and carrots and peas and carrots, it looks like you're singing every single song in the world, okay, in case you didn't know that. Okay, I just, I'm just giving you the clues. Don't get mad at me. And I think this is what it's saying. Hey, look, worship him faithfully and with all your heart. This, this can't be fake. This has to be real. But the last thing is the biggest thing. The last thing he says, above all, fear the Lord. 
Okay, got it. Be in awe, be respectful, be in reverence of the Lord. Got it. Worship him faithfully with all your heart. Not part of you, not some of you, not just on Sundays, not fake. Make it real. Make it sincere. Okay? If you're not a person that that likes to lift your hands, don't. If your person likes to lift your hands, lift your hands. Don't worry about what other people, who cares what other people think? You're doing this for an audience of one. And everybody doesn't even matter. And if somebody's looking at you while they're supposed to be worshiping the Lord, that's their own problem. (laughs) That's their problem, not your problem. But then it says this, consider the great things he has done for you. And here is where we miss. I think that I'm learning after many, many, many years. I've been keeping a list since I've been doing this show. And the list is all these weird things that have happened, right? I was writing in this list today. I'm at 486. No, 488, sorry. It's amazing how much God does and how much we don't remember that God does. It's amazing of how faithful he is and how quickly we forget how faithful he is. And that's not abnormal. The children of Israel had one miracle, and then they said, well, what are you going to do about this? God does another miracle. Like, what are you going to do about this? And the God does another miracle. They're like, what are you going to do about this? We all do that. And that's why Samuel is instructing them, consider these great things that God has done for you. What he's done for you, he'll do for you again. His faithfulness in the past is an indicator of his faithfulness in the future. And we need to have that as a part of our concentration, part of our meditation, a part of our thought process. And God has delivered you out of a thousand, let alone 10,000 things, and he'll do it again because he's good and he loves you and he'll take care of you. But you have to be in tune or connected to or maybe not being disrespectful by saying, what are you going to do for me now or what have you done for me lately? It's probably not the line you want to use with God. Maybe it should be more of a, you know, you've always been faithful in the past. I know you'll be faithful now, and you'll be faithful for all eternity. Maybe it's that attitude should be the prevailing attitude. So Samuel is saying, above all, fear the Lord, have reverence, have awe, have respect, worship him faithfully with all your heart, be diligent, be sincere, be real in your worship, have all of you do it. Don't don't hide the worship and don't care about what other people think when you're worshiping. That's silly. And then consider the great things he has done for you. What he's done for you, he will do for others, but he will also do for you again. Okay, all right. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770 the Truth Station. Going to take a short break and then come back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. 
By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. Not wanting to miss a moment, talking about the moment with Kurt Warner. Everything looks like you shouldn't go forward. You know, you can't take another step. You know, Peter, you can't step onto water. You just can't do it. Well, we've got to step towards that faith, and we've got to trust God that he's got something awesome for us. And uh, there's no question that that's an underlying theme uh, in this show and in all of our lives is that we've got to step out in faith if we ever want to be what God's called us to be. The David Spoon Experience. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple, and there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media. And on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section. And it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video. But you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. But it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Don't forget, it's not just KAAM, but it's man. There you go. I do like that. It's kind of a very ringy, very nice little kind of melodic kind of thing going on. Uh, trivia question. What? Now, besides the touching, just, just, just what did Jesus do to prove to his disciples he was not a ghost? Besides, you know, put your finger here kind of thing. Okay? Like, besides, you know, the moment with Thomas. How do I say, do you say that any different? Nope, I don't think so. I'll just leave it there. Uh, what do you do besides the, uh, you know, see this, see this, see this. Uh, if you think you know the answer, call 972-445-0770. Uh, Joy Ann and Cordelia nailing it right off the bat. Also, you can text in 214, Kirk right behind them, 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org, which we do want to remind you to go to the website because there's some cool pictures up there. Go to hemustincrease.org. 
Website, he must increase dot org, he must increase dot org. Email David at he must increase dot org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. Okay, dope. So yeah, no, there's really cool pictures. I mean, I think I think they're pretty cool. I hope they are. You think you, you're going to sit there and go, "Why did you leave?" I'm telling you, some of you're going to go, "Why did you leave?" Um, okay, we have somebody answering the trivia. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Mary. Hi, Mary. How are you? Doing fairly well, and I know the answer to the question. Okay, so besides, you know, when Jesus said, look at the nail prints and so on and so over, what did he do to prove he wasn't a ghost? He asked for something to eat, and they gave him fish and honeycomb. He ate the fish. Now, I've always... I've always found this to be kind of a, a great story, but I find it also amazing because it's like I probably would have asked for a burger. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that that was bad. I'm not saying they had burgers. <laughs> I just think I would have went. Well, I'll you take know it. fish is healthier for you yeah. than hamburger. <laughs> That's right. You're absolutely <laughs> right, but I think I would have went for a double, double in and out you know, kind of burger. <laughs> oh, you probably won. You probably won. Double cheese on your burger, right? That's so funny. Yeah, I'd like to have a double-double grilled onions. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Excellent job, Mary. Excellent job. Very, very good. That's, you know, you've just been, you've also been such a great blessing for us uh, throughout the show. We really appreciate that. Yeah, well, you know, life is short. We need to enjoy as much as we can. That's that's for sure. Some people, some people, are a little, little, little too caught up in the things that are tough. I can't believe, I can't believe how short it is. But I really stop and think about my age and think, oh. Wow, how can that be? <laughs> That's great. That's good Good wisdom, though. People need to take stock of that, that it goes by faster than they think. That's right. Yes. Awesome. Well, you, you have a good weekend. All right. Thank you, Mary. Congratulations. It's two and a half years, but I think, wasn't it January the 11th? Well, the, um, the show actually started May 18th, or March 18th. And so what we're talking about is the the actual start of the very, very first show. Now, so we started March 18th, and so today is the 17th yeah. of September, so tomorrow would be the 18th. So that's kind of okay. how we did it. So when they replay it this tomorrow, it'll actually be on the anniversary. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Mary. Okay. Thanks for being a blessing. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. All righty. Bye-bye. All right, here we go into, where's my history page? I know I just had it. <laughs> so here it is. Okay, let's play the history sound. Let's go Just a couple things I want to mention today. Today, for those that have ever been to Florida, now see that, that right there, when a Jewish guy who lived in Michigan, Detroit, okay, makes mention of going to Florida, you should be thinking in your brain, snowbird joke coming, right? Snowbird, snowbird thing, got to be coming. Today is uh, shuffleboard day. (laughs) 
Uh, if you don't understand, I cannot help you. Uh, National Apple Dumpling Day. I don't know. You're like, eh, eh, all right, all right. Here's the one I do like. National Monte Crisco Sandwich Day. I love those. So here it is. This is what it says because I, I wanted to look it up. Uh, usually a fried sandwich made with Swiss cheese and ham. Other cheeses can be used. Uh, sliced turkey or chicken or sometimes are added. The sandwich usually dipped in egg batter before being pan fried and deep fried until it's golden brown. It can be grilled or made open faced, uh, heated under a grill or a broiler. Uh, usually, uh, savory, not so much sweet, but can be sprinkled with powdered sugar and can be served with maple syrup, jams, or preserves. Don't tell me that's not fantastic. I know. I'm just thinking in my mind, where am I? Because I am not here. Uh, Three last things. Uh, 1796 on this day, George Washington made his farewell address. Uh, 1976, the first space shuttle, the Enterprise. See? See what they did from Star Trek? That's pretty good. Is presented by NASA. And then uh, finally in 1787, the United States Constitution is officially adopted uh, as our document. Okay? All right. So that's our history. Let's get into the next little element. This is called Tactical Strategies and Spiritual Warfare. Hmm. Wow. 1 Samuel 17, verse 10, the Philistines said, I defy. This is what Goliath, okay, said to the Israelites, I defy the ranks of Israel today. Send me a man so we can fight each other. When Saul and all Israel heard these words from the Philistine, they lost their courage and were terrified. Okay? For those that don't know, Goliath was nine foot six. Okay? Talk about dunking. I got had a pretty good career in basketball. Here's the bottom line. When the children of Israel, Saul and the Israelites, heard the words, they lost courage. You want to know why you hear me harp on being careful about what you take in? You want to know why I'm probably more irritating than most people, uh, about the news, especially being 30-plus percent narcissistic about themselves, which is so wrong, it's not even funny. You know why I want you to be careful about the stuff that you take in? It's because words from the enemy tend to discourage people and freeze them. Not free as in free them, freeze as in immobilize. And you might be thinking, but, you know, Dave, how could how can you keep up? I promise you, if you didn't watch the news for a week, you would be no further behind in society. I just I guarantee it. I just guarantee it. If something super, super major happens, somebody will call you and tell you. <laughs> that's, just the, that's just the reality. And why it drives me nuts is because if you will just look at the cycle of the news and how they do it, remember we've talked about this before, if it bleeds, it leads. Whatever can make people freak out the most, that's what they're going to use. I just want you to think about what the cycle of the news was a year ago, six months ago, a month ago, today, a week from now, six weeks from now, two months from now. It's just always, they're always, always another train wreck. Always another disaster. Can't look away from a train wreck. Got to look at it. It's so damaging. 
And so when Goliath said, I defy the ranks of Israel, today, send me a man who we can fight each other? Saul and all Israel heard the words, and they lost their courage. So what's the answer to that? Because that's a tactic Satan uses, hearing the words, where we hear words, and those words discourage us. Verse 26 of that same text, David spoke to the men who were standing with him. What will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Just who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? (laughs) David was indignant that, watch this, God's ability had been insulted. That's what he was mad about. It wasn't like David was thinking, I'm the best person ever. I've got super Shazam powers. I'm going to. David was like, that dude just insulted God. That ain't going to work. No way. And everybody's freaking out. And I'll just say it just so you can just get it and you can deal with me later, I guess. But everybody's freaking out, trying to tell everybody to live in fear. That's a sin. Never do that. Never even pay attention to anybody who says live in fear. That's ridiculous, okay? You fear of the Lord, yes. Fear of whatever's going to happen on the earth. Oh, ridiculous. It's absurd. And the other part about this is for you and I to understand that there is nothing that goes on where God's ability is not able to overcome. Ever. So our own tactic in spiritual warfare to encourage us to move forward and not be frozen is to recognize that God's ability has no limit in bringing victory into our lives. And when they tell you, if you don't do this, this will happen to you. If you don't do this, this will happen. Oh, pooey. What a bunch of malarkey. Everybody knows that's rubbish. What you need to know is that you need to be right before God, do the right things before God, stand before God, and not be ashamed of your actions, your activities, or your faith, and have confidence that God, who created the universe, can do more than mankind can even imagine. All right, folks, we're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? Today is have a bad day day. I don't I don't know. Have a bad day day. Somebody had to take the time to name a day a bad day. I, I don't know. I think it's also National Men's Day, so that kind of works. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Um, Play Monopoly Day is also a holiday that some people like. And then uh, World Toilet Day. Okay. I'm not even going to... No, not, touch, not, not even close. Not even going to touch that. For those that want to know, this is the stuff I like. <laughs> this is what you get when you listen to the show. On this day in 1959, the Edsel was discontinued. That might be interesting. But this is what's fascinating. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and his friends premiered on this day in 1959. See, that, that's important. I hated that cartoon. Did you really hate Horrible. that cartoon? Okay. Horrible. I liked the cartoon. Uh, I always thought, you know, the Russians did it. Do you remember when they were going Natasha through yeah, and Boris? They were going through this whole thing with Donald Trump and that whole thing, and people kept dropping in these uh, memes with the, the. It was so <laughs> funny. I mean, it was pretty funny stuff. Uh, and I will tell you one last thing, and we'll get into the teaching. We'll do trivia in the next segment. Uh, I will let you know that my wife and I got into a discussion l- last night 
as we were watching television, as we were watching a show, while we're working on stuff together, and I don't have the answer, so I'm going to ask Wonder Julie. And if you call in for a trivia, you might be able to give us the answer. But we're watching a show, and in the show, there's all these people that are skydiving. And uh, uh, then the last guy goes, and uh, and I tried to say, well, it looks like he's skydived. And then I was like, well, that doesn't sound right, skydived, because that's past tense. And then skydove. And then that didn't sound right. And then sky divin, that doesn't sound right. Uh, sky divid, that doesn't sound right. Sky div, jump out. I mean, what is the past tense of skydived? It just seems weird. It seems like it's a weird. Do you have any idea what it is? I don't know. I never would jump out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> It was one of those things we looked at each other and laughed because we're like, like, I don't even know the answer to this. My English is so bad. I can't even figure out how to give me the past tense. I mean, sky dove, (laughs) but it just seems like a weird word. Eh, Maybe it's me. Uh, That's what happens when uh, they, uh, you know, experiment with you when drugs, when you're like one year old. Try this on him. Try this on him. That was me. All right. Let's go into Romans chapter five, verse three. Poor, poor wonder Julie's going. What happened to you? Nothing. It's the same idiotic me. Hey, I leave you alone for one day, and the wheels come off. Yeah, the wheels. The wheels on the bus go round and round. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Amen. that is. Uh, we're going to get ready to do our very last trivia question, and here it is. Now, this is much tougher than you think. Ooh. True or false? Luke records that Jesus was blindfolded when the soldiers mocked him. True or false? Luke records that Jesus was blindfolded when the soldiers mocked him. Just to let you know, I had to double-check on this one, so I looked it up. Uh, If you think you know the answer, you can call in to 972-445-0770, or you can... Text in 214-210-8483. And then you can also send an email to David at he must org. Before we get to our Hebrew word of the day, I just want to let everybody know how much I appreciate how the last two and a half years have gone. From the beginning of the show, it was a little rougher. We, uh, you know, a couple bumps as we got through, just like everything else. But in the last year, it's been just a lot different, and I just really appreciate all of you being a part of it and praying for it. And I had a chance to meet with one of our listeners yesterday. His name uh, is Gene, and we had a, 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 a conversation. And I just want you to know what I—the only thing I expect from people, the only is I—I I do expect if you're listening to it to pray for us. I just think that's fair. You know, if you're going to get anything from it, please, by all means, be a prayer. Because prayer moves the Lord, and the Lord moves the universe. So, that, see, to me, that's a good idea. I don't know. Call me stupid. Uh, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, brother Ace. Oh, that's perfect. I'm so glad you called. That's perfect. All right, my friend. 
Now this is this is a, a pretty interesting question because I actually I thought about it and then I thought I better look this up just to make sure because I was like am I right or wrong? So here's the question and uh, you know you got a one in fifty shot. So if I go uh, that means you go the other way, right? All right, tr- tr- true or false? Luke records that Jesus was blindfolded when the soldiers mocked him. Well, I'm gonna put it like this. I've I've seen a picture that was made of it, and he was blindfolded in that picture, and I can't remember the scripture, but I believe he was blindfolded. That is correct. He was very, 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 very good. Here's the thing: he wasn't blindfolded when we're not talking about the crucifixion. They're talking about simply when he was being mocked. Yeah, that's well, that's yeah. when they were talking about. So they blindfolded him and they would hit him in the face and then they'd say, prophesy, who hit you? That's yeah, what yeah, they were talking yeah, yeah. about. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. That's good. Yeah. So that yeah. was like, that's why I, when I did it, I thought, man, I better get this right. Because I thought about that and I thought, I, you know, I'm pretty sure it's this, but it's this. I wanted to double check. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember everything. I've forgotten more well, than I can remember. That was an icky. I wouldn't even guess that if I hadn't seen I thought thought about that uh, painting that was uh, him being flogged with him blindfolded, so they, they had it right. They yeah. Get the picture. That's right. That's so. amazing how much a picture can convey, right? It's just cool. A thousand words. <laughs> Amen. A thousand words, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Amen. Amen, right. my brother. Um, I appreciate you, and you know how much I've appreciated yeah, you the whole listen. time. Yeah, I've been listening. I just hadn't I let everybody, uh, a regular call, call in and stuff. I love Mary. And I love all of them, actually. But Mary seems to be a very, very sweet woman and a very, very sweet, uh, gentle, meek spirit that uh, Peter said God loves. So that's good. Yeah. Amen. Amen, my bro. Love you in the Lord. You're one of our champions from early on. So we appreciate you greatly. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. God bless y'all. All All right. You too, bro. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right. Brother Ace, that was perfect. Just perfect. Couldn't beat that. Yeah, so I actually had to think about this. Like, you know, at first I was like, ah, you know, sometimes because you start going through, just in case you know, you, it's not abnormal. Even if your brain is filled with it all, you have to think about it. It's like, wait, what's this? It's not like a math quiz, but you know what I'm saying. All right, First Samuel, uh, twelve twenty through twenty two. I cannot think of anything better to finish off this last segment on than this text, uh, which is everything that I've uh, communicated or tried to communicate. Uh, to you guys in the last two and a half years. Samuel replied, don't be afraid. Even though you've committed all this evil, don't turn away from following the Lord. Instead, worship the Lord with all your heart. Don't turn away to follow worthless things that can't profit or deliver you. They're worthless. The Lord will not abandon his people because of his great name and because he is determined to make you his own people. This is Samuel addressing the children of Israel when they've asked for a king. And in their asking for a king, God said, you want a king? Fine, you can have a king. Uh, That was not a good thing. (laughs) Okay, I cannot stress that enough that they found out that serving a cruel human was much worse than serving a loving God. And we talked about that the other day. And so Samuel is now replying to them and all of us, and just a little honesty is always healthy. uh, All of us at some point have uh, maybe petitioned the Lord or went in direction maybe we should have uh, uh, at least pulled back from or had a better handle on. 
And here's the response. And yesterday was Yom Kippur, right? The day that people deal with with sin, the children of Israel were supposed to deal with sin on the day, Yom Kippur, the day of atonement. Samuel says, don't be afraid, even though you've committed all this evil. Even if you've done a tremendous amount of oops or wrong or things that you know, this is just contrary. Uh, even if you're struggling with it and you you know how you beat yourself up on stuff like that on a pretty uh, regular basis. Here's the bottom line. The, the prophet is telling the people, remember, we're supposed to heed the words of the prophet from the Old Testament to help us understand what's going on. He says, don't turn away from following the Lord, even though you've committed the evil. Even though you've done it, don't turn away. And there's somewhere where somebody somewhere preached somewhere that, you know, if you do evil, there's no point. Da, da, da. It's like that is just the exact opposite. If you do something wrong, that's the time to run to the Lord. Running away from the Lord is the old nature. And so he put a testimony in the Old Testament to show that the one time the high priest gets to go into the presence of God is dealing with sin. That's Yom Kippur. So he says, don't turn away. Don't be afraid, even though you've done all this stuff. And don't turn away from following the Lord. Don't turn yourself away from God. Turn yourself towards God. Even though you kind of blew it, don't go the wrong direction. Don't turn away from following the Lord. Instead, worship the Lord with all your heart. Come before him and go, you know what? I'm a mess. You know the best line that this show is probably one of the best lines we've ever come up with? I'm a mess, but I'm God's mess. That's just like, yeah, there you go. And the Lord knows, listen, if you think that, you think that the great teachers and preachers or whatever the world that they're sinless, you're nuts. I know, I know a lot of these people. I don't even want to go down this line. Here's the bottom line. Jesus is sinless. Ta-da! That's it. <laughs> There's nothing else. It's all you got to remember, okay? And he, he, Samuel said, don't turn away from following uh, the Lord. Don't turn away to follow worthless, worthless things that can can't do anything for you. Don't once you've made that mistake, don't keep going down that road. It's not gonna help you. And then he gives you this affirmation, which I I just love, 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 love. The Lord will not abandon his people. Now I often, as I go through my process of Christianity, I often think, well, I, I deserve to be abandoned. But God's faithfulness is greater. And he won't abandon me. And that's what his grace and his mercy are all about. And he's, listen to this line. Because of his great name and because he has determined to make you his people. Like, we're the ones fighting it. Oh, wait, we are. (laughs) We are the ones fighting it. And God is determined to get us through. So what you do is you do the opposite of your great 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 grandparents, Adam and Eve. And when you or if you sin or when you do something inappropriate, don't go and hide. Don't try and cover yourself up. Don't try and make it something it isn't. Don't try and justify it. She did it. He did it. The snake did it. We all did. It's like ridiculous. Come before the Lord and own it and turn to him, not away from him, and ask him to help you, and he will. 
He will. And what's awesome about God is God is awesome. <laughs> That's what's great. You know, it's just it's just this process. It's the Garden of Eden versus Jesus as the high priest. And the Lord, he'll never jam. He'll never just leave you. He's determined to keep you connected to him. All, all that he's asking is that when you're in those places that you're not doing as good as you can or should be, turn to him. That doesn't mean you're not, it doesn't mean you're not able to. I'm saying when and if you fall into those places where you're at a distance, turn towards him. Get to him. Find him, so to speak. All you actually really have to do is look up. He'll be there. Your sin is a bummer. It's not just depressing to the people around you. It's depressing to yourself. But God, through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, washes your sin away. Take a white cloth, put a dot of red on it. It stains the cloth. God makes the cloth white again. Spotless. Spotless. Because he can and he will if we turn to him. I love it. It's like the greatest it's like the greatest thing because it's grace and mercy. I can't earn it. I don't I can't deserve it. Can't do that. But I can receive it and I rejoice to do so. You too rejoice to do so. Okay? All right, you've been listening to the David Spoon experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas taking a 70 and a half hour break and then we'll be back more insanity with spinanity talk to you then. and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.